there's one thing that always stays the same. You miss the old life. Do you? Every day. Crank it all the way up. driver. Who is he? Jacob is Dom's brother. Your whole life, you pushed yourself to be faster than Dom. Smarter than Dom. Stronger than Dom. But could you kill him? Because I'm ready if you are. There's nothing more powerful than the love of family. But you turn that into anger. There's nothing more dangerous. Maybe this is the end, but we're gonna go out together. You know I'd ride to the death with you. Let's get to work. Please tell me that's not a Pontiac Fiero strapped to a rocket engine? Impressive. I know. No. No, that's that's not impressive. My ass is in fuego! Plane. Hold on. Tell me you're not thinking what I think you're thinking. There's no bridge! Oh, hell no. What's up, everybody? This is Society of Kingdom Minds. We are live on the Live Mono Worldwide multimedia broadcast network if you are joining us on social media please like subscribe and share uh if you're downloading the podcast thank you guys for supporting it you're in for a treat we're back after what has it been like a month or two hiatus uh we are back and so excited uh you only see me right now you're about to see the rest of the the lovely kingdom minds so blessed that you guys are here um 
yeah, we took a couple months off. We've been working behind the scenes and having some meetings, and we decided that we were going to come back and do this once again. So, so we are so grateful you're here. Uh, you guys are in for an absolute treat today. Uh, as you know, if you watch any of the old Society Kingdom Minds, uh, there's a lot of wisdom in this group, and I just to be I get to be blessed to be a part of it and help kind of uh, what's that word? What are the what are the lion tamers do and the people at the circus and they just like <laughs> never mind it doesn't matter. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so blessed to welcome Dr. Caroline. How are you doing, my friend? Dr. Ruth and Dr. Henry. We are the Society of Kingdom Minds. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Great. Welcome Look back. It's been a while. Doctors in the house. I know. Look at all this. And you got me that cheated in no. first grade and never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but here you are. I, here I am. Really quick, I'm gonna be I'm gonna get this set and then I'm gonna turn it over to Dr. Henry. But today, one of the things that we want to do, uh, those of you who are watching, whether live or on the replay. We, this course that we're doing, we've made the decision we are going to make it live and interactive. Uh, we want to make it fun. We want to answer real-time questions. And we also didn't want to release a course that was just so a matter of fact, like here's something to read or here's a pre-recorded video to watch. So we're going to make this interactive because as times change, uh, we want to be able to apply kingdom principles and what we've been teaching with the kingdom minds we want to be able to apply things in real time as it happens. So if you are interested in being a part of this um, and being a part of this interactive experience that we're going to release, uh, you can comment me below. Um, whatever platform that you're watching on, you can just fill out the contact form. You can send a DM or you can send an email to me here that's scrolling on the bottom. Anyway, so great for you, grateful that you're all here. Dr. Ruth, Dr. Henry, Dr. Caroline, welcome back to Society of Kingdom Minds. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. Doing Good great. Good to be back. Blessed and highly flavored. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Dr. Henry, do you want to get us started, my man? Well, um, sure. You know, getting started again is almost like, um, I don't know, coming out of a hole shot. You know, you're not sure where your first step is going to land. But just kind of playing <laughs> off a little bit about what you were saying um, <clears throat> before we, you know, maybe cover a few of the topics that we have today is that we do want to make this interactive. We want to make this personal. We want to make it real. We want to make it real time. Um, as we do this and we begin to develop the, um, the actual course, then we'll be able to offer you in-depth um, coaching, mentoring, if you will, as we move on forward. But we'll always have this opportunity to come live and have the opportunity to share, to interact. And um, like Josh was saying, just to try to maybe work on some real-time problems that we can um, work together. And, um, you know, it's all for kingdom benefit. It's all for advancing God's kingdom. And so, um, yeah, um, we're going to cover a lot of subjects. Um, one way or another, we'll, we're going to fit them within, um, you know, a life mission. We're going to fit it in within leadership. We're going to fit in teamwork. We're going to fit it in uh, culture creation. And so we've got a lot of stuff to share. But most important, we want to hear what you have to say. That's what's up. Very cool. Very cool. What do you have? What do you have cooked up today for us to talk about? Well, <clears throat> let's. If you're ready, let's start. First of all, let's just. Let's look at the obvious and maybe sometimes not that obvious is that each of us really has a, a life purpose mission. Um, we have a mandate to mentor others. And it's not just, you know, we hear the word mission or we almost tend to say missions and then we think about missionaries and whatnot. But you know, if you go to the mission impossible or mission possible, God has a mission for each one of us. He's got a mandate for us to, to um, you know, there, there, there's, there's no exception. We all have a purpose in life. There's a purpose born in us. Our personality is a clue to that purpose. And I have found that no matter how many mistakes we make, how many wrong decisions, you know, we may choose, inside of us is still that God-given innate purpose uh, or mission, if you will. Let's start with that. Excellent. Dr. Ruth. 
What do you have to say on that? Um, well, you know, not much, but since whatever. <laughs> you know, that's right up my alley because that's what I do in his image consulting firm. I help you discover, uncover, and recover what your God-given identity and purpose for living. And I do it for leaders because a lot of leaders, uh, those with title leadership positions, the CEO, the, uh, the pastor, whatever, um, a lot of times they are following behind dreams that someone else had for them. And not because they felt like it was their calling or they heard the Lord tell them to go do thus and so. And so they find themselves struggling in that particular uh, place because it's not what they were designed to do. So whenever there's a purpose for something, you don't ask someone else about it. Like I, I've, I've said uh, many times uh, in a Bible study that I lead for women, um, when when your car breaks down, you have a Volvo, you don't go and ask Mazda how to fix it. They're going to tell you how to fix a Mazda, not a Volvo, because they're not familiar. They don't have the blueprints and they're not the architect or the creator of that product. And so that's what we're doing here in the Society of Kingdom Minds. We're going to help you ascertain, you know, am I really where I'm supposed to be? And if I am where I'm supposed to be, am I carrying out the right, met the me right method and, and which to uh, get that done in this day and time. I mean, face it, we've gone through the whole COVID thing, you know, and all the other uh, stuff that's going on, the hoopla, the pandemonium that's going on in the world. And so things have totally changed. And people, some people are still stuck in yesterday trying to accomplish a purpose or their divine purpose in the same old way. And it's not working. And so we're going to help you to find out what's going to work now for your business, for your ministry. Mm -hmm. And so that's why all these minds have come together in cohesion with all of our different skills and expertise to help you dissect and, and understand what you need to do now to move forward or progress in your mission and life's purpose. You know, Dr. Ruth, you always have a way of sneaking in what I'm going to say before I get to say it. <laughs> I'm a you get but that's okay I'll, I'll take advantage of it caroline what do you have to say to that my friend wonderful a lot has been said great great nuggets golden nuggets dropped by um dr ruth and dr henry one thing I would like to say is sometimes we struggle with what we are doing and wonder, is this my purpose or not? And we question a lot, especially when you're trying to do something or when you are actually doing something and it's not working or you're not seeing immediate results. And most often than not, people drop, they pick and drop, pick and drop, pick and drop. They start doing something and then it doesn't work and they might okay maybe that's not my purpose let me get into this and we see this a lot during this time um, not just because of COVID even before pre-COVID mm -hmm. could see so many people starting out a business or someone starts out in uh, let's say I, I give an example someone starts out and say okay I'm going in the property I'm going into the property business and then after three four months nothing happens then they change then they say now I'm gonna be a coach and I will coach people how to do this I won't be in the property business buying and selling flipping and all that <laughs> I'm going to be a coach and then they put out their money Masterclass, like we have here in the NGO Whisperer, and then a few people sign up, and then you think, no, I, I'm not a coach. Now I am going back to school to do X, Y, Z. The problem is not that they haven't really found their purpose. The problem is they're not patient. And I would like us to talk about that today, because even as you're finding your purpose and doing whatever it is that you have been called to do or whatever it is that you have been gifted and talented to do, the seed has to be put in the ground. As the Bible says, unless it dies, it shall not rise up. So that moment where you are putting the seed in the ground, the waiting period, the process, you need to be patient and not give mm. up on what mm. you feel is your purpose. Many people mm. give up. They don't have the finisher spirit. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Very <clears throat> nice. Very nice, Dr. Caroline. Dr. Henry, continue. Yeah, um, you know, in, 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 in light of that, <clears throat> I have found 
um, you know, in, in all my mentoring and, and work it's in, diff- in different countries and whatnot. But, you know, people have a tendency of maybe kind of getting stuck, you know, or feeling trapped or like under a, a ceiling in their pursuit of their, of their purpose. And they overlook the fact that they have a personality. That personality that we've been given is, is what God has put in us. So um, we have to start there. And one of the things that Dr. Caroline touched on is, is important because, you know, a lot of times we, we come up against a problem, we tend to think that, well, I'm going to run from this problem. And then when we get to our next whatever thing we're going to try to do, guess what's waiting for us there? Our problem. So wherever you are, you're there, you are. We can't run from the challenges that are really internal. Uh, I, before I preach on that, I'll, I'll let somebody run with that a little bit. Dr. Henry, you got anything? I mean, Dr. Uh, Tr- uh, Dr. I, sorry. Dr. Henry. <laughs> All these doctors around here. For real. Uh, and the mayor. So that's and how that mayor. works. So, you know, <laughs> po- politics and medicine doesn't mix on our next. <laughs> nonetheless, um, <laughs> nonetheless, um, I think when you're talking about uh, actualizing a purpose, you know, you think about the different methods and you have to be ready to change and be flexible. Hmm. And I know that when you're talking about putting things into action and actualizing, you know, how you show or know what your purpose is. And I forgot what I was saying. What, what is the question you asked me? I'm, I'm a realist, y'all. I, I, I keep it real. That's my personality. We were talking about personality, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's my personality. You know, a good leader knows how to admit when they need to bring it back around. There you go. There I'm you go. My own skin. Well, so that's what I want to do is confidence. No, because <laughs> you think about it when you're leading an organization, when you're leading in an organization and when you're comfortable and when you're confident, then your teaching should be the, uh, the soft skill is that you release confidence to your team to be able to carry out the mission as a whole. And that's how mm-hmm. we walk in agreement together and get the mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. I always gotta come back. Don't play with Wait me. <laughs> 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 Ooh, I love it. That's I'm good. just gonna be myself, my crazy personality. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think, I, I just thought of this question and, and because we don't know, you know, all of the range of people that may be watching this or that will watch it. What about the person that is like, I don't have a purpose? Now we know, this is what we're trying to share. Everybody has a purpose. They have a life mission, but they just feel like maybe their life mission is, you know, do my job, do my family, you know, just go to church, just kind of live that normal life. But life wouldn't be normal if, you know, routine, if we're really seeking that, that innate purpose that God has placed in us. But there are people who tend to think, I don't really have a mission. I'm just here to be me. What do you think? That, what, do you, what do you say to that? I got something to add to that yeah. one. And I'm Good. taking this from my wife because I used to go, well, how do people not know they have a purpose? Like I knew I had a purpose, but I just ran from it. Like I knew early on, mm-hmm. but I realized and woke up to the idea that not everybody knows that. So to your point, but one day, it's been about a month ago, Jessica said, well, if you don't know your purpose, look for someone else's purpose you love and go play a supportive role to them. And Mm -hmm. in doing so, in playing that supportive role, like you align with their vision or you believe in their vision or you believe in what they're trying to create, go offer your support, go be in service to them. And Mm -hmm. through that, you may discover, most likely will discover the purpose that God created you for. You, do you know why that is, Joshua? No, it's because first of all, well, first of all, you're not going to go support another vision, something that somebody else is doing if it doesn't already tend to line up with what's in you. Ooh, there you go. I'm not going to go help the mechanic down here on the diesel trucks. You know, I'm not going to offer that. It just is not in me. Yeah. So the fact that I have an interest, (laughs) but if I have an interest in supporting that, chances are exactly like you're saying, 
we will come across our 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 own purpose in the midst of that. You and that takes and that's true because if I think about what I'm doing now, like I knew what I was, I knew what I was called to do. I didn't know what any of it or how it looked like, but it was enough mm -hmm. to scare me. But it literally was in the supportive role that I played that gave me all of the intellectual property I have to do what God has created me to do. It all came through service. When people say, well, I don't have the money to do that. My first response is, well, find someone that does and then go be in service to them. Because, <laughs> I mean, I literally showed up to everyone. Look who's event. talking now. Well, it's true. It's good. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's been the, it's, it's pulled me out of every bad situation I can think of. Suicide, wanting to kill myself, wanting to go, go wild out for four days partying like I used to. It, it was always the opportunity to serve that pulled me out of my darkest places. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I really, and again, I have a servant's heart, but I would think that, I think that we're all kind of born that way because we were all created to serve all of us. Yes. Jesus was our example. What greater Perfect. leader was there that wasn't the best servant of all. And I mm -hmm. know Dr. Ruth wants to say something about that. Come on, Dr. Maybe, Ruth. No, I just want to, I, I want to roll back to something you said about the purpose thing, because, you know, it's not that people don't know, don't know that they have a purpose. They have not been taught that we all were created on purpose for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And so they, they feel something. I know I'm supposed to do something, but I don't know what it is. So then I, I deduce that I don't have a purpose. And mm -hmm. as you mentioned, you told, you told people, you know, we'll go find somebody else and to and help them well you're, you're feeling attracted to it because of course as you said that is already in your heart but i look i like nehemiah chapter six when nehemiah saw that the people uh that of israel were their town was in in, in ruins and so what he did is he went to god and he prayed he said i gotta do something about this he presented God with a plan and god blessed his plan and then the end of the story said so then nehemiah rebuilt the wall because the people had a mind to work they got in con concert with him with his mm -hmm. purpose because they all really had the desire in their heart all along but coming in concert with somebody that was already progressing forward caused them to find out what they were supposed to do and together that team achieved the more that's good that's why yep. we're here our purposes are all interconnected one body yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't know it yet. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to come in there and bring in a new dimension to it and let people know that your purpose is progressive. It's not static. So yeah. most of us think, oh, I want to be this and that's all I will be until, you know, I go to be with the Lord. No, it is progressive. It evolves. You know, just like a child grows and turns into a teenager and then becomes a young adult and then middle age and then new age, the same thing happens with your purpose in life. And while you are in your formative years, you might not know exactly what you need to do. You'll be drawn to things, just like children. They're drawn into all these things. I remember one of my nephews used to tell my dad, and he used to call my dad daddy, because everybody called my dad daddy. He used to say, daddy, I can be everything i can be a pilot i can be an athlete i can be this just so you know i'm kenyan so uh yeah. I, I, you know we we win gold medals so he, he used to say he can be everything and anything he wants to do and then as he progressed in life and this is just an example i'm giving it happens to all of us as he progressed in life he chose to be a musician and an athlete and studied it and all that 
And you can see this young man is becoming something. And that's the same thing, you know, when you start out and you are, um, and you may not know where you're or who you, or who you are or what your purpose is, but you're drawn to something like Joshua said, then you go there and you, and you think I can do anything in this business. I can be everything I want to do, but then you are drawn to certain departments or you're drawn to certain roles and responsibilities. And the more you grow, you evolve into them and then you say i want to be an expert in this specific area and before you know it you have evolved and morphed into the person you were meant to be without you mm -hmm. having to plan and say oh by december i want to be this you know no one can really tell at what point joshua did you become who you are today, you can't really tell. I mean, you remember evolving the question you are asking yourself, the same thing with all of us. And so mm. one thing people need to really understand, and I am also telling this to myself, is we evolve before mm -hmm. COVID. And now we are very different people. We yeah. are very mm -hmm. different people. Before COVID, I didn't know any of you guys. I was doing you guys every Friday and doing all this. Look at how we have evolved. I had a desire to be part of a team like this. Yeah. I tried to be in a number of teams, but it didn't work out. And for whatever reason, here we are today. And I still remember that day when I logged in. I was minding my own business, making dinner. Nice <laughs> for you guys. And I just clicked on it and Josh, and I started contributing. And then Joshua said, oh, you're welcome to join us next week. And I gave you guys my email address. And here I am, I never turned back. So that's how purpose evolved. I didn't know how I was gonna be part of this. If you told me this in January, 2020, oh, you're going to be part of Society of Kingdom Minds with the amazing Dr. Ruth, the world's mayor, Joshua, and Dr. Henry and, and um, Pastor um, Carlos Lucayo. I, I never knew any of you guys. So purpose found me, but I was searching. I wasn't just sitting there. Mm -hmm. I was searching, always looking. I want to look for uh, Christians who are doing amazing coaching for business people in business because all the coaches I see, people are swearing and it really doesn't appeal to me when people swear in the middle of giving me golden nuggets on how to run my business. And the, that whole atmosphere, I didn't like it. It didn't resonate with who I am. So I started searching and searching and I find you guys. Mm -hmm. And you kept using a word that's real important, and that's evolve. We still haven't arrived. We're still yeah. evolving. We are. Now, we're, now we're, we're each causing the other to evolve more because of this interaction, which kind of takes us to the next subject, which is teamwork. Um, mm -hmm. You know, our mission in life, our life purpose, requires teamwork. And, you know, you'll hear this from us a lot. Team is together everyone achieves more. But, you know, teamwork, we hear it, we think we understand it, but there's no such thing as teamwork without relationships because those relationships are what create the team which makes us each better. So, again, like, like um, Dr. Caroline was saying, we have come together. We didn't know each other, uh, you know, prior or pre-COVID. And circumstances can throw people together just to allow us to know that there are others out there with like minds where we can join, create a team, and 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 then, you know, we're not intended. God never intended us to do life alone. No. And no success was ever achieved by only one person. Never. I mean, you can take the 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 best golfer. You you only see him out there on the golf course, but there's no way he's out there by himself. All the coaches and trainers and dietitians and blah 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 so anyway we, we can't achieve that success alone and so it is in our pursuit of our purpose we find ourselves connecting to a team do you think let me ask you something if you are unsure of who you are are you still because there's a lot of people that are still trying to identify who they are whether mm -hmm. it's in christ or just on their own are you able to find your tribe, so to speak, if you don't know who you are? Um, yes. 
Really? Part? Yes. We have to stop secretly running from who we are. You see, our desires, our personalities, our likes, the things that, you know, gets our juices going, as it were, are all indicators of who we are. But we often turn away from those things because of uh, a mindset, because of something maybe our parents placed in us or our our childhood friends or teachers that have placed us in no you you you're you're too this but everyone that is too this are usually being directed away from their purpose joshua you want to say something to that no is that is that yeah okay (laughs) i thought (laughs) honestly i think you can surprise a version of your purpose, not your true purpose by if you're not a believer. And let me tell you why I say that, because you are not being led by the spirit of the Lord. And so the only you can't you can only find out what you are and who you are as a creature mm-hmm. from the creator. And so what is in your heart, if you're not operating out of the spirit of the Lord, your heart is going to lead you into different places, the heart of your mind. And the Bible says that the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it but God? Which means mm-hmm. even me as a believer, I don't really know the depths of my heart until I'm pushed and squall- uh, squalls into a corner so bad and I come out a certain way. I react to whatever I'm experiencing at that moment. And so it's not about what you feel because your heart and your feelings and and things around you can lead you into a wrong life. I may feel like going and getting drunk. You know, I used to have an alcohol addiction. I really? may feel like I did. I didn't know that. I did. In my, yes, in my past. Um, and I may feel like that. You know, I don't have, thank you, Jesus. I don't have that in but I'm just saying. And so I would gravitate based on how I felt until I came under, until I came under the control of the Lord through my relationship with him. And I allowed him to direct me. But before that, I was being led in the wrong way and connecting me to the wrong people, carrying out the wrong things that was not a part of the purpose in the plan in which the Lord mm-hmm. had placed me here for. So we were created in his image and likeness to display his character. And we cannot really do that and walk in our true purpose without having him to direct us. Caroline. You have anything to add to that? One more thing, and I'll just go on on what Dr. Ruth has said. I believe in each and every one of us, there is a calling. And that calling will follow you no matter how deep you go. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, where can I hide from your presence? If, if I lie down, you are there. If I go to the depths of hell, you are there. And... This is the redemptive power of God. God is always calling us to him. And the last, um, the last few months of 2020, I was part of the Alpha group and we went through uh, Alpha, which is basically getting to know God and to know who you are and all that. And one of the things that really struck me is there were a number of people who actually testified that this was recorded and we watched it on Alpha. And there was this particular guy who was who I would, I, would, I would regard as one of the most fierce, he was like one of the most fierce criminal. Yet deep down inside him, there was a hunger and a thirst to change and be something better. And he talks about it. And when he was asked to join Alpha in prison, he was in prison. When he was asked to join Alpha in prison, he joined Alpha, which is basically a course about Christianity to learn about Jesus and to know Jesus, not necessarily for you to be converted into any church or anything. It's just more about knowing Jesus, more like what we are doing here. And so he desired so much to change and to be a better person, even though he was in prison and he had done the most, I mean, unimaginable things. But deep down inside, he said he always knew that one day 
he would overcome whatever forces were pulling him. And mm -hmm. so for everyone who is in whatever situation you are in and you feel you've gone too deep, there is nothing that you can do that can take you away from the presence of God and you become irredeemable. Every <clears throat> one of us. I, I want to add something to that. Yeah. Every one of us is redeemable by the blood mm -hmm. of Jesus. But it all takes your will to say, God, help me. And that's what he said. Take it away, Joshua. Hmm. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I apologize. Um, Carry on. To your point, yesterday uh, I had two sisters on, uh, Gratitude Unfiltered, and they were both incest survivors. Their father raped them for years. That man gave his life to the Lord and now uses all of that darkness for good. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I have to be, I have to be really, really honest with you. Um, I've heard for years that people that do that are, you know, child molesters, they're not redeemable. They're not able to heal. They're not able to change. But I changed my mind after hearing. I mean, I, not that my mind was made up, but I kind of always believed that. Mm -hmm. After hearing what I heard last night, I truly believe in my heart that Jesus will heal anyone that's willing to surrender their life to him. But I, that is the power of the blood of Jesus. It's not about mm -hmm. how it works. It's supernatural. It's beyond our comprehension. Like we cannot even begin to comprehend how the same Jesus can save someone who has lived, I would say, upright or moral life and put them at the same standing or level as someone who was a murderer, raped their children, did all these disgusting things, which yeah. by our human understanding and our legal system or justice system, we would say that guy's written off. He belongs to jail. He should be hung. He should, he, you know, terrible mm -hmm. should happen to him. And I feel that's the same way, you know, as you, Joshua. But that is the power of yeah. the blood of Jesus. It can wash the darkest, the blackest mm -hmm. one of us and transform. Mm -hmm. And that is why, if that is possible, in this day and age, it's so possible mm -hmm. for every one of us who feels they don't have a purpose, they don't have a vision, because God is able to change and transform your mind, your thinking. But one thing that I have learned is our God is gentle. We are gentlemen. God is a force to reckon with. I mean, he created the heavens and the earth. But if you say no to him, he's not going to make you. That's right. Yes. He's not going to yes. make you. You must want it. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. You must um, want it. You know, that all of this. That even goes with your purpose. Mm -hmm. You have to want it. I mean, I said before mm -hmm. you life and you have to choose life that you may live. And I mm -hmm. mean, and the Lord knows exactly what it takes to touch each person's heart because he created us. That's why we have to listen to the creator about our purpose. So he knows even in our sins, Christ died, the scripture says, but we have to acknowledge, believe, and receive that. And even mm -hmm. as that pertains to our purpose, so that's outside of the Lord and uh, uh, with the Lord. You know, if you don't know him, you have to un understand and accept that so that you can walk with him. And then when it pertains to actually coming up, coming into your true purpose, you may you may uh, be actualizing it in a one way, but all of us has a true call and purpose. It's just different methods in which you carry it out at different yeah. times and seasons in your life. But when you have, when God sets that before you, you have to choose what he's giving you that you can live and not with, Oh, nothing bad happens. But even when those obstacles or those bad situations come to you, the Lord makes it, makes your way easy or plain. He makes it seem like it's not as bad as it is because you mm -hmm. know, at that point he's in control of my life. I don't have to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. And I think that as we, you know, and we've all got a past. I mean, if you're, if, if anybody's going to be judged, I mean, I, you know, I, I've, I've got a past that, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily want to, you know, talk about, but you know, I can remember in my life as well as others that I've consulted in that there were always moments 
in which God had given someone that opportunity to make that decision. As they were making decisions, there was that opportunity to choose the Lord. He's always pursuing us. And so as we run from our purpose, or whether we're seeking our purpose, and we make bad decisions, he's already sowing another opportunity for us down the next road. And so, you know, whoops, I didn't make a good choice. I made a like a terrible choice. And uh, now I'm involved in this addiction or this, this mental problem. But down the road, there's another opportunity. God just says, okay, check this out. Here comes this guy. What do you think about this opportunity now? Well, maybe your mind and your life says, I'm ready, or you choose not. But then God, in his mercy, sets up another opportunity for us. I, I, I've experienced that. Everything I'm doing now, I had the opportunity to do back in college. I think I've shared, I think I've shared this. <laughs> but my very first chance, opportunity, I broadcast an event. Uh, it was a cheerleading event. I was the announcer for it. And they liked the job I did, and they connected me to a talent scout. And, you know, and I thought, here we go. This is it. This is my career. This is what I'm going to do. But I had no idea when the guy was going to call me. He just so happened to call me on a day that I just made the decision to eat acid and go ride go-kart. <laughs> I, I mean, as silly as it sounds, it was actually a really good time. <laughs> but I'll never forget the phone call. Fast forward after ruining that opportunity, eight years later, got another opportunity that I sabotage. Eight years later, mm. here I am today, not going to sabotage it. But Amen. You always, God will always give you another shot. You can make it easier on yourself by making the right decisions, uh, by having good discernment. You can make, you can be obedient if you know what obedience is. It's a mm -hmm. lot easier to do these things when you're younger because I'm pretty confident that most of us were given the opportunity to take that bold step into our purpose much earlier than today yeah. than yeah. where we're at now. But for some reason, whether it's fear of success or just the, our lives being out of control, whatever, I don't know the exact reason, but for me, it was being out of control and being defiant and running from what I was called to do. But now seeing it, and, and, and knowing and appreciating how hard it is to get back and how long it takes, it reminds me it's worth being obedient today because the promises, God's promises are going to come a lot sooner if I show that I can be a good steward and I can honor the gifts and talents that he gave me and so on and so on. But if I'm a disrespecter of that, it's going to be ripped away again. And I don't know if I'll get it back. I mean, that's the fear I have now. Is, it's cute that I've gotten another opportunity and I'm thankful for it. But I never know if it's my last shot because for me, and I know a lot of people that watch Gratitude Unfiltered, you know, they're, they kind of probably feel like they're on their last chance. And that's why I think it's important to have a sense of urgency about pursuing our purpose. And if you don't know what it is, instead of waiting around with your thumb up your butt trying to figure it out, Get out and serve somebody. Like go out and commit, like volunteer your time. Give. How can I show up? You know, get engaged in courses like we're, we're, that we're creating or this broadcast even because you're only here. Like it's like the one thing I think that matters most to God is you fulfill what you were created to do. Mm -hmm. It's so important because without it, if I didn't know that God's promises were real for me, I would have been, I would have given up a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it's all I've ever had to hang on to. So I think it's, a, it's an important thing to be desperate about. Like Absolutely. desperate in your relationship and seeking God to clearly understand what he wants mm -hmm. from you. Absolutely. I, I want to add something to that. There's a scripture in Romans eleven twenty nine. It says, for the gifts and his call are irrevocable. Or yes. for One the gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. In the New International Version, it says, for the gifts and his call are irrevocable. New Standard Version says the same. And so what I want to say here is, God has given you a gift. And that gift 
he cannot withdraw it because God has a storehouse full of great and amazing things. And whatever gift he's given you, he doesn't need it for himself. Hmm. He's hmm. given it to you so you can be a blessing to others. The other day, um, some of you know that I joined Bible school every Monday for almost two and a half hours. We in Bible school, online Bible school. And one of the things that we were talking about um, two weeks ago, I believe, um, with Pastor Paul Weaver, an amazing theologian. Oh, my God. He is just so full of wisdom. I would sit and listen to him for like, I mean, I, mean, I was thinking the other day, if this is Pastor Paul Weaver, how, how is it sitting at the feet of Jesus and that's listening to him? Anyway, let me not digress. Coming back to the uh, the gifts of God and his calling are irrevocable. You have a gift that if you do not do that which God has called you to do, the world is going to miss it. Mm. There is no mm -hmm. any other Dr. Ruth. There is only one. And if she doesn't show up, the world misses her. Mm -hmm. There is only one Dr. Henry, if you don't show up, the world will miss you. Someone else can come, feel, but they will do it the way they've been gifted to do. Because the gifts that God has given you are irrevocable. They cannot be withdrawn. They cannot be copied. That's why entrepreneurs hear me out. When people try to copy what you're doing, your business model, they can copy, but they will only implement up to a certain level that is That's theoretical. Right. That's there right. is God-given ingenious, and, and, and this is so unique to you. There can be so many people helping people mm -hmm. just proposals for nonprofits, but nobody can do it like Caroline Opinden. No one can do it like me. Mm -hmm. And you know what? God has placed out of the 7.8 billion people on planet Earth, God has placed a certain people who will be drawn to you to be your clients. And they will not want to go to Tony Robbins, but they will only come to Caroline. They will not give a hoot to anybody else. Tony Robbins will love you. But I'm just giving an example because the whole part, you know, people are going now on, on, on Clubhouse or all those places, you know, to hang out with all these great leaders. But there are those people who will say, no, I'm going to join the Society of Kingdom Minds because Joshua is there and that's what I want. So I don't care if there's a session going on right now on Clubhouse. I am coming there. And so that's one thing that the gifts that you've been given are irrevocable mm -hmm. and cannot be withdrawn. If you do not use it, we will miss you. And when you pass on and die, you will go away with it. There's no reincarnation. So we don't believe in that. There's no reincarnation. There's no little girl or little boy who will be born and will have your gift and will bless people after you're gone. No, once you're gone, you're gone, mm. right? Number mm -hmm. two, one thing I want to add to that is, when we believe in God that the gift that he has given us are irrevocable, number two, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, not he was, not he will be, he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So as you seek to know what your gifts are, as you seek, to know what you are here for, know that people who diligently seek are rewarded. That is why, that is why Christian people listen to me and religious people listen to me. You can pray all you want. You can fast all you want. If you don't put work into it, someone who doesn't go to church, who is, an, who is a coach like you, will have so many clients signing up for their stuff. They don't even tithe, but they will have the blessing because they put the work into it. God respects hard work. Mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of like the second part of teamwork. Right. <laughs> it's, it's the work part. And that's one of my favorite scriptures, by the way, as well. 
Um, I even mentioned it in my first book in regards to people who feel like they've messed up too much and that God can't use me. God cannot change the purpose that he created us to be. Even after all of the mistakes that we make, he will still convert that into being who you are at any stage of life after, after however many mistakes that we make. And, you know, <clears throat> if teamwork is accomplished through relationships, isn't that interesting? We are a team in multiple different levels of our life. My family is a team because I have a relationship with my family. We work together. Together, each one of us achieve more within that team of the family. We have our family and our team in Honduras. We have our we have our Society of Kingdom Minds team. Dr. Ruth has her team that's working around her and, and, and likewise everyone else. But we can come together because we are together achieving something that is for kingdom purpose. So we can be parts of many teams and work together and in different ways achieve different portions or levels. How do you want it? You want to help me out here of our purpose? We, we are working our purpose in our home and our family as a husband, as a father, um, in our jobs, our careers, our businesses. We are working a purpose and we're not doing it alone. So I think if my point and that is the importance of the maintenance, if you will, of, of our relationships. That's really good. <clears throat> Uh, Dr. Henry, uh, we only have a few minutes left. Do you want to wind us down? Dr. Ruth, Dr. Caroline, you guys have anything? I just wanted to uh, speak real quick to what Dr. Henry just got through uh, mentioning and about a team and the reason why you have a team. Uh, you look in the scripture and uh, just starting from the beginning and when the, the Lord said, uh, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper. And the helper was there for the four reasons in which he was placed here, which is to be fruitful, multiply, uh, take dominion and uh, till and keep the earth. And so um, every purpose or the reason in which you were placed here, whether it was to uh, to lead a company, whether it was to lead a flock, whether it was to be a, a mom and raise amazing children, whatever that purpose is, God always gives you a team of some sort to help you. And you have to understand and look for that team. And together, y'all, you guys come together to perform a purpose. And I love the scripture because Ecclesiastes 4.11 says, how can two be warm alone? Mm -hmm. How can two be warm alone? So whenever, whatever, or how can one be warm alone? I'm sorry. And whatever yeah. in life, you have someone or some ones that come together with you and help you carry out that purpose. And God's purpose for us, first of all, is to be a praise on the earth, appoint men back to him. Mankind, as, uh, as and not gender specific, but mankind back to him. That's our first mm -hmm. purpose. But the rest of it is the things that he's given us to do. And they all interconnect because they're all needed. And there's no great a greater purpose or, or lower purpose or any of that. You know, the eye can't say to the foot, I don't need you. The mm -hmm. toe can't say to the the the, uh, the nose, I don't need you. I mean, we need every part and everybody has a part to play in God's big purpose, God's big picture. And guess what? If you choose not to fulfill your purpose, then God will raise up someone else because he needs that purpose, uh, that problem to be solved in the earth. And that's why we're placed here, created to solve mm -hmm. a problem. That's that's right. And you're talking about no purpose is greater than the others. And there is. It's so funny, and I, I want to use this reference because I think it's the easiest picture to paint in that, you know, we look at so many people idolize celebrity, and I believe celebrity's dead the way that we know celebrity to be, but let's just use celebrity the way most people understand it. People see the glitz, the glamour, the cameras, the lights, they see, you know, the stage, they see the, re the awards, and it's like, wow, look at them, look at all their followers, and blah, blah, blah. They couldn't put two feet in front of each other if it wasn't for the team around them. 
Mm-hmm. They have publicists, they have managers, they have agents, they have hair people, they have people that like literally run their life for them. And it's not it's not all as glamorous as people think anyway, but there is this idolatry towards celebrity. Yeah. Because they think, wow, how great is their life? Literally, they do not wipe their rear end by themselves. It takes a team. There's like 10 people around them that it takes to get on that red carpet. So really, the most important people, and to Ruth's point, somebody's got to stand out front and take the bullets. (laughs) But it's the people that are behind the scenes that play that supportive role that allow that person to even get there. And so everyone's purpose matters. Like Jessica is not an out up front person, but I can promise you, I can promise you everything that's happened in the almost year, 363 days that we have known each other, because Valentine's Day is our very first day of uh, actually meeting. And, but if I think all that God has done with us working together as a team, I could think about the years before that. I was just basically mm-hmm. on a hamster wheel doing this, not going anywhere. It took yeah. Jessica to go kick out the camp hamster wheel, and now we're running. Mm-hmm. You, whether it's one person, four, 50, we all play a role in this, and we're all mm-hmm. equally important. And I think that we're, we're attempting to show that to everyone in the fact that we're all, I mean, we – several of us have never even met face to face and you know we're in different states different countries and yet we've coming together as a team because we've agreed on a purpose and even though our perspectives come from a different way or different direction or different backgrounds and different histories the best way to solve a problem is you have different people looking at its perspective and that's, right. that's a team because if I'm looking at my problem from within my problem, I'm just part of the problem. Amen. But That's when I incorporate someone else, help me look at my problem from your perspective, because I'm in the middle of it. My energy is equal to that of the problem. How can I solve a problem when I'm buried in it? So you call on that teammate, you call on a person of confidence or someone that you respect, and you say, help me look at this problem and that's how we solve the most difficult problems of the world and like you said none of it happens just by the person that's out front or the person that you may think you see and that looks glamorous like you said it's it's probably not most cases most theater of the the pressure the, the 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 requirements the responsibilities uh if they didn't have these other people they'd crack but then that's that's who we are we need one another that's right. Let's um each one of us. Let's uh, maybe take thirty minutes. I want everyone to plug uh, their company. The, thirty minutes. Do, how people okay, can find. Let's people. go. Thirty seconds. <laughs> oh, that changes we'll everything. Caroline, Caroline, plug anything you want to plug. How people can find you. Go for it. Thank you so much. People can find me at ngowhisperer.com. Um, you can Google, find us there. You can find us on, on YouTube, on our website, of course, on Facebook. We have masterclasses also on Facebook and on LinkedIn. That's where you can find us. Reach out to us and let us know how we can help you as part of the Society of Kingdom Minds. Dr. Ruth. All right. You can reach me at drruthcharles.com. And that's D-R-R-U-T-H-C-H-A-R-L-E-S dot com. Um, and all of my information is on there. You can also, if you want to learn how to study the Bible and know about the Bible, I'm a word girl. I love it. And you can go to Kingdom Women's Mentoring Bible Study. And right now we are studying how to be a woman of purpose and power. I'm teaching you about your purpose and how to actualize it in power. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next time we're on. Amen. Dr. Henry. Um, if, well, you can, on Facebook, um, Guy Henry, um, uh, if you're interested in, in uh, leadership or, or, or um, you know, kind of, uh, uh, what do I want to say? I'm looking for something in my mind right now. You know, if you feel like you're one of those guys or, or people that want to get out of the box, and I like to say, this is our box. 
we have to kind of get out of this thing every once in a while. Um, you know, that's kind of my type of mentoring. And, um, and you can find out more about that on, um, um, help me out. <laughs> what's my, what's my <laughs> transformational missions.com. <laughs> wow. There's a team right there. You're such a cool guy. You need a manager now. You're such a cool guy. Yeah, I'm one of those I need managers. and Yeah. yeah. I need a babysitter. So, That's what I say. There you go. No. So let's try that again. No, Transformationalmissions.com. Also, if you're interested in missions internationally, you can check us out at tolm.org. And um, you can find out more about us there. And we have a, a um, don't we, um, a, a Facebook page, um, Society of Kingdom Minds. Yes. Where you can connect with us as well. Cool. Thank you, Dr. Henry. Uh, I'm <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Ruth. <laughs> you, can, you can Google me. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, you want to reach out. You can you check too. out my arrest records. You can check out anything you want. Just Google me. It's way more entertaining than me plugging all my social media. Anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you for being here. If you just joined us, watch the replay because the replay, you know what? Maybe even if you watched it, you'd watch the whole thing again. There's a lot of value as always, a lot of wisdom. Uh, we are grateful you're here. Thank you so much for watching on the Live Mono Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. Thank you for downloading the podcast, and thank you for watching on the social media. Go out and support my friends here. They do amazing things in this world, um, and I learn a lot from them every day, and I hope you do too. God bless you guys. Have an amazing day, and we will see you next Friday at 2 p.m. Bye-bye. It's going down, can't slow down. All of the universe watching me now. Yeah. Watching me now. Good, it's right? in the air everywhere. Can strike anytime, anywhere, anytime, anywhere.